You're listening to Fucks Given, the one with James Barr. Hello, curious fuckers. I'm Reed. And I'm Florence. And together we're Come Curious. When we're not just fucking around on YouTube and Instagram. Every Thursday we invite a new guest onto Fucks Given to talk about their best fucks, worst fucks. And the fucks that made them. We also answer your sex questions and read out your sex stories. So stay tuned as we divulge all the delicious details. Yay! Hey yes! <laughs> Hello! Hey. I'm so excited Thanks. to have you on today. Oh, I was just about to snap. I was just about to say the same thing. Oh, I am excited too because I have been in my in lockdown with my boyfriend for like over a year now. There are no fucks given here. No. <gasps> oh shit! <laughs> no, I'm joking. How is, how is that been? How is that been going? Are you climbing the walls? Are you climbing each other? Um, yeah. a bit of both. No, it's actually okay. It's fine. I'm lucky enough that I am a key worker, so I have to go to a radio <laughs> studio and do a show, like on weekdays. So I get up mm-hmm. a bit early, which is not nice. But then, yeah, I can leave the house. So I'm. I think I'm really lucky in that sense. That's really good. So yeah, it, your you're not as locked down together as some people are like both no working yeah from we home. did that in lockdown one um and a bit of lockdown two but at the moment in lockdown three yeah we're a bit more we have a bit more space which is good yeah. but it's a tiny it's like down three it, it's more understanding right it's like you realize that before you're like i'm just getting angry and i don't understand why or like i yeah. hate you and you're like oh it's the space i don't have my own space and then you're like okay let's really make an effort to have our own space and do yeah. nice things together lockdown's been so hard on relationships it really has it's been a nightmare it's hard on everything yeah really. on everything it's on so everything. funny though because i is. really i feel sorry for my single friends because i spent all my life mm. being single and i actually feel a bit guilty <laughs> about it about having a relationship <laughs> but um but yeah i realize i'm lucky but i think ever depending on like whatever your situation everyone is finding it hard in their own way yeah so, yeah, yeah fun. the grass is always greener on the other side as they always say <laughs> it, it really fucking is yeah like i'm Thomas and I broke up uh, during lockdown oh. and I was always like this is a nightmare I need my own free space and I now I'm here and I'm like Thomas. oh what a dickhead <laughs> uh, no he he's, it's okay we like Thomas he's, oh, he's do a we? Good oh sorry right yeah, okay, yeah, cool. yeah. I love Thomas um, yeah we love <laughs> him he's great yeah, we he's, love Thomas lovely. what a lovely man <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to send him the beginning bit of this podcast and be like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> I mean, I really want to, I know that I'm here to be chatted to, but I really want to know the tea on that. Oh, I oh, know. The, the tea on, on Thomas and I. Mm. Yeah, the breakup uh, sitch. I'll try and do it real quick. Um, been together seven years. We're non-monogamous um, and it's been kind of going in and out anyway. And lockdown was sort of just the final push we needed to really realise like, hey, yeah, we should sort of call an end on this. It was very mutual, very ethical um, uh, and we're good mates now. Um, right. Yeah, because lockdown sort of fast forwarded a lot of relationships. So I'm almost yeah. married now and I feel yeah, like I'm <laughs> 10 years in, even though we're only like nearly two years in. So I can imagine if you yeah. were already 10 years in it would feel like 20 so why not just end at that yeah. point yeah you're it. right it's a fast forward it's it's pressed like the speed button uh, <laughs> um, which James, is kind of good sorry. we've skipped over the whole introduction part we have i'm back so sorry in. so oh, I'm james sorry. please tell our curious fuckers a little bit about yourself um, so they know who you are oh, okay cool well <laughs> I'm... not just a house husband <laughs> <laughs> not even i'm so i'm a comedian and a podcaster i host a gay and a non-gay podcast and i'm a radio Thanks. presenter 
and a thought and sass queen <laughs> and lots of lots of things like that and i, I yeah Everything. i don't really know what else to tell you i'm ginger oh, um i have blue eyes Paint a picture of yourself yeah. <laughs> um yeah that's who i am and i'm gay oh my god i forgot to tell you that oh no way <laughs> yeah i'm the gay well, thank one thank you for being so honest we appreciate honesty here yeah you're very welcome <laughs> Fuck number one. The last fuck. That would be the one with my boyfriend. I think all of the questions are going to be answered with my boyfriend first. And then I'll <laughs> That's be like, fine. Oh, it's and the another. Expose. Yeah, and another another boyfriend. Boyfriend. We like it. We love it. So the last one was. <laughs> this is actually really hard to talk about. Why did I think this would be easy when I signed up for it? <laughs> Um, I guess it was Valentine's Day, so depending on when this goes out, it wasn't that long ago. Um, Mm. And yeah, it was it was cool. (laughs) That was it. It was cool. Yeah. No, it was. What did you you get up to? So we have a dog now, and so it it is a bit. And lockdown, like when you're together all the time, it does sex does become a little bit clinical. It is absolutely. I hate that. I I used to like get drunk and make bad decisions and go home with people I didn't know the name of and (laughs) still didn't know the name of the next day and I loved it it was so great having like really bad mental health (laughs) and just making stupid (laughs) decisions and now I'm the total opposite of that I'm like in a relationship we're monogamous Mm -hmm. we have a dog we live together I mean none of those I could never have imagined any of those things um even like I don't know yesterday but like yeah it's been going for nearly two years but the the moving in happened at the beginning of lockdown and Hugo yeah. our dog is a lockdown puppy oh um, so yeah it becomes so I know so it becomes a bit <laughs> sort of scheduled doesn't it it's like oh should we yeah, go downstairs now yeah we probably should there's okay. no spontaneity and yeah. sort of like that kind of exciting moment where you're like, will we, won't we? Um, which you can find again. It doesn't mean that all hope is lost. You can get that back and things will be easier when lockdown is over and you're going to be going mm. off and seeing your mates and so will he and you'll be going to the pub and, and that will become exciting again. Mm. But until then, it's just literally like, okay, it's bedtime. We should fuck before we go to sleep. Like, that's it. Yeah, although I don't oh, know because I'm tired by that point. So I'm just like... <laughs> yeah. That the moment moment when you, yeah, the, mo- the moment before you fall asleep and you're like, well, we could have sex or we could go to sleep. Like I could do mm. either. And you kind of have a little conversation about it and usually it ends up in just sleeping. Yeah. I mean, it sounds really bad, doesn't it? But it's almost like, um, you know, like your favorite TV show. You've seen it, so you don't need to watch it again. <laughs> and you could watch it because it makes you happy. You love but it. ultimately, like, I've seen it. So I could just sleep and then I'd be happier tomorrow because I'd have had more sleep. So you just sleep. Oh, yeah, no. I think we all we all feel that. But yeah, you know what? There yeah, is something very lovely that we don't appreciate when you are in a relationship um, is the comfortability is being able to mm. lie next to somebody or be in company with somebody and not wanting to fuck and just having that sort of comfortable. We're just sitting together. It doesn't have to always be revolving around sex. It might you might want to, but mm. like that, that you don't really have that with any other person apart from your partner. Yeah. That's, Absolutely. Well, maybe your best friend. You don't necessarily want to fuck them all the time, but <laughs> they're totally different things, aren't they? They're not. Mm-hmm. It's not like um, it's not. Yeah, that's what's. I mean, that's what I find interesting about non-monogamy because mm-hmm. you don't have to then swap one thing for the other. But I think in mm-hmm. relationships, it does seem to be more about cuddling 
and watching a nice film together and meeting each other's yeah. parents. And oh, but yeah. that sounds lovely though. Oh, does but it it? Just, oh, it's just God. not as like hard fucking as we're used to, you know. No, I know that's the thing. I want, just like, I want oh. that back. That's why I'm here. <laughs> it, it that's why on. you're here. <laughs> yeah. So like, oh, I just I, want to come away with some great tips. Yeah, we thought we were using you, but no, we're the ones. That <laughs> no, I'm just I'm living through you guys. Um, <laughs> no, it is. It's great, but it isn't the same as being single. Mm. Being single is amazing, and being in a relationship mm-hmm. is amazing too. But they're very different things and I don't think they I are really that. different I spent mm-hmm. all of my life thinking that they weren't that I just thought having a relationship was like having a sex on tap so that you didn't oh, have to like oh yeah and it's just not no it's it really not, it's not like that. you have to like make an effort and everything consent still exists in relationships <laughs> absolutely oh, if yeah. not more so yeah. mm. if not more so God, definitely more so yes yeah, so that... what did you get up to on Valentine's Day mm-hmm. oh so we had um we ordered like a restaurant meal from home that we cooked ourselves. Yes. Oh, nice. So we went out a bit on that. And then um, what else did we do? Uh... <laughs> Why can't I remember? Um, I feel Mangle. like we watched... Oh, we got a Nintendo Switch and we started playing Mario Kart. So we played Mario Kart oh. all day. That was basically all oh, we did. Oh, my, that's, that's pretty so fun, good, actually. Though, yeah. yeah. And then yeah. my other gay friend and his boyfriend joined us and we played like not in... Like online, I mean. So they online, were having Valentine's yeah. Day at theirs, and we were having it. Oh, so, that yeah, sounds so lovely. Oh, Who won? What this podcast is for what are we talking about? Who won? My friend's boyfriend um, fucked us, and he won. Oh so there you go. yeah, yeah. You well, got really fucked, man. Mm-hmm. We were fucked. Great Valentine's Day. Nintendo fucked. Yeah. Beautiful. Fuck number two. The best fuck. Obviously, my boyfriend, my second best fuck. Um, that's a really interesting question because it reminds me of. Uh, I mean, this is dark. So, I was <laughs> <laughs> this guy I met in a club. Um, do we do names here? Do we do names, or should I just like give him a only? Name? I have permission from Thomas to say his name. I mm. would only. I, I wouldn't. Only okay. if you got permission. No, I don't. Okay, yeah. so let's just call him O. So there was this guy called O. <laughs> And there's not many that, that many names that that could be. <laughs> hmm. uh, anyway, so O, I met in a club and um, I he came back to mine. And I, so I had sex with him then. And I didn't yeah. at this point know that he had a boyfriend. Okay. I didn't know. Oh, that. no. Oh, I hate I that. It's, like, mm-hmm. it's the actual worst. Yeah, it was really bad. And then mm-hmm. afterwards, I went to like a couple of months later or something i went we were, we'd become sort of friends on the scene like we just saw each other mm-hmm. out so i went to his birthday right. party and his boyfriend was there so anyway <laughs> i was like 21 okay so please forgive me i ended up having sex with him upstairs whilst his boyfriend <gasps> was downstairs i know and Oh, this so this scandalous. I don't know what this is the story that I'm telling you when you ask me my best oh, and <laughs> yeah this is, is this your best part well it's the one that came to mind and there's a whole I mean there's a whole load of shit I should get into with a therapist but anyway but... so but the reason it was really hot you're gonna hate me so much is because he turned to me halfway through and he said <laughs> and he said to me this is so hot because you're not my boyfriend Oh my fuck! Did, was that like you know climax moment? That was pop I guess top so. Moment. I think oh. so. I mean, I don't know why oh, I found that so hot. 
at the oh, time. Oh, it was naughty. Yeah, it's yeah, taboo. So. It's, it's the wrong. wrong. You shouldn't be doing it. And yeah. uh, I mean, that's why we like taboo so much. We, I mean, one of the what the highest. Uh, search terms is like what step mum step something because right. that's seen as taboo there's uh, there's a, a huge plethora like daddy of... and son that's the gay yeah. version yeah. of that daddy oh my god yeah i mean i'll fucking watch that all day every day man <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah we just all love like we love the naughty shit we, we can't do. this is why people cheat i guess because it's just too yeah. fucking exciting mm. and it, it's one of the reasons why people cheat yeah um, I mean, it's ter- it, it, like, if you are cheated on, it is the worst feeling in the world. Awful, absolutely just, awful. I felt like my life was ending when that's happened to me. So mm-hmm. it's not something I would do to someone else as an adult. Normally. But, but it's different yeah. when you're the other woman. And I hate that gender <laughs> term, so apologies. <laughs> yeah. But when you're the other person in that and you're the one that's the cheaty, I guess. Like, yeah. It's a bit weird. You feel great. Like- you feel like so... It's <laughs> exhilarating. Because like, oh my God, they're in a relationship. They're happy and they want me. Oh, they want to, so they want to ruin everything so for me. <laughs> it's a so power fucked. trip. It's, it's, so it's massively... And it is... It's not... We're not condoning it for anyone, but we are just talking openly and honestly about why it turns us on you know i'm yeah. condoning it, it. <laughs> no, i'm joking no, <laughs> yeah it's no it's awful. Um, it is awful. It, is, it is horrible when someone you know and someone betrays you but does it behind your back but you know like there is yeah. that element of maybe it just plays with your imagination and it allows you to re- like kind of tiptoe around the realms of consensual non-consensual um, mm. which is a lot of fun like I I really I love that aspect I love the idea like actually I'm really into blackmail at the moment like my husband can't pay off this dude that's fucking me and I have to like do whatever I want or like do whatever he wants and I'm like doing it through gritted teeth and I'm really angry about it what's the search term it. for that that's great um, black, I don't know like <laughs> Like black blackmail. I don't know. Blackmail porn. Husband blackmail. Gosh, that is bad. That money. sounds. That's. I mean, it's fiction, so right? right? It's not real. Yeah, not yeah. Well, not real. I ain't got no husband to worry about. <laughs> so it's all good. Yeah. But like, oh my god, my husband owes you so much money this month. I would literally message one of my um, contacts, being like, my husband owes you so much money. Well, look, there's like, a reason why like pay. songs and films are all focused <laughs> on the, this like naughty stuff that is like yeah. taboo oh, yeah. and wrong. So it's no wonder we find it exciting. It's not really our fault. We love it. No, it's not we our fault. What would you ever experiment with like the role play version of that scenario, like mm. with your partner now? Would that be weird? What, so, like, you're pretending you're in the same situation? Yeah, yeah. like, oh, maybe. Oh, gosh. This or, is so um, hot because you're not my boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> it does feel a bit embarrassing. <laughs> From, um, who was it? Oh, sex Because. They said that mm. one of their techniques to do when they're, when, when they're trying to spice up things, when they're trying to get, like, a good sex play or spontaneity, they'll go to a bar. Of course, you can't do that now. Go for a walk and pretend that you don't know each other <laughs> and that you're meeting for the first time. And you could put that into the scenario. So Ooh. you meet each other. You pretend you don't know each other. Be like, oh, I can't come back to yours. Like, I have a boyfriend. And then mm. be like, as you're fucking, be like, oh my God, I hope my boyfriend doesn't know about this. Yeah. And that could be such a fun little... But then you'd be like, yeah. did you wear my underwear today? What the hell are you doing? <laughs> like, yeah. you'd, ta- you'd get taken out the moment, wouldn't you? So you'd realise yeah. something in the room. You'd be like, oh, you're just, you come are Come on, you're boyfriend. a comedian. You've got to put that character on. You've got to stick <laughs> yeah. to it. I I'm so know. bad at role play. Like, I, I get, I just get, I find it too funny. Yeah. Or you, I can't be serious. Or you get sex brain and you just lose all concept of the character and you're just like, yeah, what? Like, it's just gone. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Yeah. I guess at that point, you're not really, you don't really care anymore. You're in the moment. Um, yeah. Yeah, role play is a much safer, friendly, less heartbreaking way of, of doing things. I haven't done it yet. People. But <laughs> give me another six or, um, months of this and maybe I will. 
What about <laughs> stay together, like... those people? Um, no, I doubt it. Yeah, uh, I'd be surprised. If... Unless he was a cockhold. You never know, these situations... <sighs> The other thing, I mean, it's, it didn't end there. That's not really the end of the story. We oh, actually, no. Yeah. James. We slept together a lot. But I, he was on and off with his boyfriend. So it's like, it didn't, they weren't I'm, really happy. You get so spanked bottom for this. This is not okay. No, I know. It, listen, it was a while back, so. Yeah. No, Judge, like, I we forgive can't judge. Me. <laughs> he's, he's I forgive me. And yeah, actually, he is my Facebook friend and he is so blissfully happy and has Aww. a little boy and Aww. him and his husband are doing really great. So, yeah. Yeah. I'm really, I'm Hopefully really happy he's for him. not still doing this. Yeah. No, I would little, like, message. Hey. Yeah. What people always say, once a cheater, always a cheater. Uh, yeah. I don't I don't know if I believe that. I don't believe I don't that. Know. I don't Yeah, really I, I hope that that isn't the case. I do think people cheat for other reasons, like, um, mm. you know, like uh, mental health reasons, um, which can get better and can change and you can be a new person. Yeah. Or yeah. like my dad cheated on fucking everyone except he was like, yeah, except your mother and your stepmom. Cheated on everyone. Wow. And I was right. like, holy fucking shit, dad. Do you want to talk about that? Are you okay? <laughs> um, yeah. Therapy Dr. Session. James, please. Uh, it's funny though, me. you know, we, it is mental health, like completely because, mm. and you know, people always go, oh, you're not ready for a relationship. And you hear that all the time, don't you, when you're single? Mm-hmm. And um, mm-hmm. I think, it, I think it was definitely true for me. I definitely wasn't because. You hate hearing it in the moment. You're like, fuck you. Yeah. Like, how dare yeah. you? You don't know me, yeah. but you need to kind of figure out who you are and be honest with yourself up front so that you can be honest with other people. Mm, and then hopefully, true. like I, d- I could, I'd never cheat on my boyfriend because I, d- I don't have a need to. I just tell him if I knew, if I felt weird or that like, I wanted to have sex with someone else. I think it would be healthier to exactly. just have that yes. discussion. That's so ex- healthy. Every time anyone ever feels like the inkling or like they have the desire to cheat or just to, that they want to sleep with other people, it should always be a conversation. Mm-hmm. And I don't think it should be a bad conversation in a relationship either because I think at the end of the day, we all have the human instinct to like be attracted to other people, want to have sex with other people because mm, I, j- I just don't think everyone can do the one person thing. And I don't think it even means that you need to sleep with another person. It just means it needs to be a conversation. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Very I good agree. Point. Fuck number three. The fantasy fuck. Zac Efron. Oh yes. Okay, wait. What, what version of Zach? Every Efron? single Where version. All the <laughs> every single. Every yeah. version. I mean, maybe I mean, not the High School Musical version now, but certainly when I was taboo? younger. Woo! I think. Yeah. But every version since then, like the Hairspray version. Oh. Mm-hmm. Um, Have you? Did you watch Down to Earth? Yeah, even that awful, oh, thick as oh fuck God. version. I am so down for that. I'm like, yes, you care <laughs> about the planet for, yes, but for TV. He doesn't me. even know how to spell the word planet. And that's why I love him. He's so adorable, <laughs> Wait, isn't he? Wait, what? Have you though? not seen it? He's such a himbo. The documentary series. I think I watched one episode of it. It's so good. Oh no, it's so good. It's him being like coming from sort of like, yeah, I really care about the world and also food and like I want to look at sustainability and it's just really sweet. I I fell in love with him in that series because I was like, you're just, yeah, I was like, you're just, you're you're trying, bless you, you're trying. I appreciate that. (sighs) I I appreciate that too. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I don't know though. The casting's interesting because he's got that like LA guy with him that he's clearly just been to the gym with a couple of times. He's such Uh a douche and... I mean, I'm sure he's not really a douche in real life, but he well, definitely comes across like one. Yeah. You never <laughs> and, know. He could be genuinely lovely or he could just yeah. be total douche. I mean, I'm sure. So, 
we're perfect so date many, then. Mm, sorry. sorry, but there's so many moments on that show where Zach just has no idea what's going on, and he'll just turn to the camera and go, "Oh, I wonder what that is," and then he'll walk away. <laughs> and I'm like, "Okay." And he's also not it, naked huh? enough, so that's another Absolutely. thing. Absolutely, yeah. Perfect I date. I agree with that. What are you going to say? Yeah, I was going to say, what would your perfect date be with Zach Efron? Um, like, what would you do together? Ugh. What wouldn't we do? <laughs> Spa? It would be fun to be in Iceland with him Ooh. whilst oh, he's doing yeah. his show, you know? Yes. And I'll just be uh-huh. waiting in the trailer, and then we'll go to the... <laughs> So like, what's the name of the place in Iceland where you can go in geothermal water? Oh, um, I remember what it looks like. Couldn't blue, remember blue, blue lagoon. I, blue lagoon. And no, we I just, I think it is that. I'm sure is it's it? called blue lagoon. And we just like splash around in the water. Oh um, yeah, like play fighting. Yeah, like oh, film no, TikToks together. Eye. Yeah. Oh my god, that stings. We. <laughs> We'd, we'd film TikTok, hot erotic TikToks together. Yes, of course. And then we'd um, we'd dry each other off, mm-hmm. and there'd be a lot of tension building. And maybe we'd ca- catch some food somewhere. I wouldn't want to eat anything like I wouldn't want to eat anything local though because I'm a bit basic. So <laughs> I wouldn't have want to go like, Mackey D's. Like what? Are you yeah, saying? maybe maybe some nugs. I don't want to get into the whale. <laughs> and then yeah, we'd just go back to the trailer. I think. And that would be mm. it. Just a normal, a like, chilled basic. out date. Nothing too out there. All right. What I would know. the sex look like? That's what I just What would it look yeah. like? Oh, it's, what would it smell like? This is my question. <laughs> um, I think... Shame and regret. I th- no. <laughs> no shame. Mm. I think that he would be quite... I want to think that he'd be really, like, he'd take charge and yeah. throw you but around. We all, we all think that, right? But Surely. I don't think he would. I think he'd no. be more vanilla than that. I think he'd be way more sort of generic. Like he'd be checking mm. everything was okay. Mm. Do you which, think he'd be a top or a bottom? I think he... Well, I personally, I wouldn't give him the options. I think he'd be both. Um, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> but I'd like to think he's a top. But I don't know if mm-hmm. he is a top. He doesn't seem like one. Who knows? Yeah, maybe he would be a bottom. Yeah, well, on that show we were just discussing, his co-host is the top, right? And he's the bottom. Yeah. Because one of them. I mean, I'd fucking pay to see that man. (laughs) (laughs) Come on, Netflix. What are you doing? Yeah, OnlyFans, sort yourself out. Right. You can make a penny. Oh, yeah, I think you never know. Like he might be starting an OnlyFans as we speak, Zach. Oh, that would be great. I'd really like (laughs) him to be the top, but I don't think he would be. But in my Mm. fantasy, he's the top definitely yeah i think mm-hmm. in the straight straight world i think he'd be a, like he'd want to be pegged yeah i, I agree mm-hmm. yeah i wonder he if we'd would, get sued he? for this conversation i don't think so because it isn't defamatory in a way unless you think that this kind of but conversation is defamatory oh, no absolutely it's a not. fantasy it's so a fantasy it's not I mean, nothing real. is yeah nothing's real it's not just fantasizing it's not about. real zach Oh, Zach, God. it's not real. <laughs> Zach, Imagine it's Zach, not real. If, you, if you're listening, it's not real, Zach. Trust me. I, I mean, it can be, but it's not. Yeah, hit us up. My Call me. Wait, when you normally ask people this question, is it not? Does it not get into the same kind of place? Sometimes it's celebrity based. Sometimes oh. it's like completely not like an actual person. Sometimes it's like. A scenario, scenario or like yeah. aliens, aliens or BDSM stuff. Mm-hmm. No. Or like you're yeah, like gangbangs and oh, <laughs> Aliens, no. Yeah. No. What? My trans I'm... friend said that she stumbled on some dinosaur porn once. Which Stop. Dinosaur porn? I must yeah. see. 
I did find it. It's quite something. <laughs> and you went out looking. Yeah, and in a way, it? it's quite hot because you're like tied up by these Tyrannosaurus Rex or whatever. <laughs> yes. I'm all, in the oh, middle what? of like a circle of them all. You know, they're not real. They're obviously people wearing suits. But oh, I mean, yeah, that was kind of. It's not even like CGI. Wow. No, it's very low budget. Mm, sorry. Has, um, have you? If either of you watched that program, Bonding on yes. Netflix, not yet. That's My sister bad. and I, we love it. We, I mean, it's absolute dog shit, but absolutely yeah. love it. The guy that like is really into dressing up as a penguin, and he gets off on yeah. the other guy like pretending yeah. to be a penguin. Mate, puppy love suits. is a real thing. Puppy yeah. love, you've got furries. Like there is uh, the amount of fucking furry porn I've watched. I'm like, all right, man, you're in a suit. I'm loving it. I was watching yeah. some fucking furry milking porn today. It was great. Wow. Yeah. Because I really wanted to say the person I've just been like fully sl- sl- what, the, what swooning over. Yeah. It's like sleezing, yeah. swooning, same word. Um, Dan Stevens. Anyone know of him? No. Dan Stevens. Who's yes, that? I think so. so. Like, Main guy in Legion, which I love. Um, he's the Beast in the live-action Beauty and the Beast. Mm. He's in um, uh, oh, not Dan let the right Stevens. one in. Uh, the Guest. Oh god, he's so fucking hot. The Guest. Do you prefer him as oh, the Beast yeah. or as himself in Beauty? And I the like beast. himself. I mean, I would still take the Beast all day, every day, because I'm an absolute Disney fanatic. And that Beast got that Beast dick, and I'd be down. <laughs> and of course, like that feeds into like the fucked up furry. Yes, yes. yes. <laughs> He's, he's got like, nice piercing blue eyes. Oh my god, he is the one. And <laughs> he's, he's, he's British as well. That beast mm. dick. Yeah. That beast dick. Yeah. Mm. Fuck yeah. It Gaston and the beast though. Oh my. What are you saying? Please. DP. Yeah. Spit DP. Rose, like all DP. the way. That beast. And they're D. fucking each other as well. <laughs> beast D. May as well yeah. for good measure, like throwing Lafu. He's got oh, like no, the great gayest like undertone. Nah. Um. Hey now. No kink shaming, Lefou. Oh, hey, I'm, I'm not I'm kink happy. shaming. Just, um, yeah, I don't know. Just not about He's too needy, I think. Oh yeah, but I kind of like that. Yeah, oh, do like you? The, yeah, they're kind of like needy little sex toy, like fucking Gaston, whilst Gaston's dick in my mouth. Mm, I see what you mean. Mm, like a little uh, rabbit. Yeah, Jack okay, rabbit. I'll come. I'm down. I'll come. I'll come. I haven't been. I haven't been swooning over any celebs recently. Come, no, come on. How Florence. is that possible? Oh, no, please. I know. What have I? What have I been doing? What shows are you watching? You, you're watching. Um, um, I was um, watching. Um, it's a sin. It's a sin. Yeah. Oh, come on. The oh, guy from years and so years. Good. Fuck. Yeah. Ollie's great. We we do really need to talk Don't about fancy it's him, a sin. And I mean, the whole, like, it's been scaring is... a lot of people about AIDS recently. Yeah. Um, the guy I've though. Seen it all over social media. The guy that Colin had. I mean, no spoilers, but spoiler. The guy Colin has sex with. Hot. He's okay, no spoilers. What is this? Stop it. No, I mean, wait, I've not... only watched episode... Right. I'm on episode four. But okay. wait, Colin... Colin's no, the one... Don't... Oh, no, I can't no, say no, just, mean, don't, yeah. just don't repeat. Just that don't one. repeat. But it <laughs> is amazing and... Blissfully unaware. It's it is, so well it's done. It's really, really good. I'd highly recommend people watch it. I think it's good. I think it's a good awareness, though, yeah. of, like, what happened in the 80s and, like, how crazy it all was mm. it's important to for it to remind us but i think it has brought a lot of fear back um about aids and about hiv and we forget that it's not a death sentence anymore like there are medications mm. that prevent you from getting it and also if you do get yeah. hiv then then you can take medications to the, to the point where you are uh is it undetectable yeah i can't remember the right word you. yeah and um, yeah yeah if you're on medication and um if you know your status and you're on medication and your mm-hmm. viral load is is low uh, and controlled and managed, then yeah, you can't pass it on. Yeah, um, amazing. Yeah. And, and actually, you're probably so healthier than the rest of the population because you're really looking after yourself and you're getting checked mm-hmm. regularly. 
So there's a yeah. statistic that basically says that. I was chatting to, we did it's a amazing. documentary about it on our podcast a year ago and mm-hmm. we were chatting to people about how, what future medicine might look like. And this doctor joked, like, actually, if you have HIV, you are probably healthier than someone that doesn't, or at least amazing. someone that doesn't know wow. their status. And I think he's joking with that, but he's yeah. probably got a point because definitely got a point. Yeah, if you it's the same with like um, sex workers, people who work in the porn industry who get tested, you know, weekly, monthly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They, are, they are looking after their sexual health more than anyone else that is avoiding getting tested. Absolutely, um, yeah. I feel no shame in, in sexual health conversations or talking yeah. about having no. STIs or like what's what's quite scary. Um, this year is that people aren't going to the doctors and aren't getting checked out if they have symptoms Mm -hmm. because they're too scared to go into the hospitals because of covid Mm -hmm. like that is a thing apparently there's been like a huge gonorrhea outbreak because people are like not going going in so wait Mm -hmm. people are not staying at home People yeah, what's somehow sneaky? people are still having sex. We never would have thought rabbits. that this would have happened. <laughs> no, people, humans being humans. I mean, I I don't know if this is true for you guys, and I don't know your sexuality or how you identify, mm-hmm. but I, I I find that straight people are very nervous talking about STIs. They have so much shame around, yeah, like getting tested or even referencing that they exist, and I just find yeah. that overwhelmingly weird because I've mm-hmm. had a sexual health test like at least every three months for yeah. my adult life. So to me, it's Amazing. just normal. And it's still mm-hmm. nerve-wracking doing it, but it's part of life. You have to get tested yeah. and know that you're okay. Root Insurance puts you in control. Root is a new type of car insurance that uses the sensors in your smartphone to look deeper than other insurers. Here's how it works. Download the Root app, hit the road, and we'll take care of the rest. The app measures your driving behavior, like turning and braking, and gives you a custom rate based primarily on your driving. The better you drive, the better your rate, meaning good drivers could save hundreds. Visit joinroot.com today to get started. Disclaimers may apply. See joinroot.com for details. Hi, it's Rachel Fisher from the Hollywood Crime Scene Podcast, and I'm here to talk to you about Shudder. Shudder is the ultimate streaming service for fans of horror, thrillers, and the supernatural. Shudder offers an unbeatable selection from Hollywood favorites like Halloween and cult classics like one of my personal favorites, Chopping Mall, to original series like Creepshow and The Last Drive-In with Joe Bob Briggs. Check out critically acclaimed new genre films that you won't find anywhere else, all uncut and commercial free. If you're a horror fan like me or just looking for new content to stream, Shudder is a must-have subscription. Sign up and subscribe to Shudder. I think it depends on friend groups as well, doesn't it? Because yeah. I think it's always been a really like normal thing for me to do. I've Absolutely. never felt weird about it. I felt but then proud. also I've always been sexually active and mm-hmm. quite like open about it all as well. Yeah. So maybe it's the people people that feel open sexually and like feel like they can talk about it. it's not taboo with them. Then mm. they're the people that are okay getting tests and they don't feel embarrassed. And probably... I guess people that are in the taboo kind of side of things. Yeah, and probably just you know their upbringing might have been different or maybe there's an element of privilege in there like I I have Mm. felt proud going to the STI you know I've I've gone on STI dates with people before like hey we've been fucking for a while should we get rid of condoms let's go on an STI date and both get tested and only fuck each other I went to I went to get chlamydia medication with with a guy it was it was great. It's you lovely. Know, cured but ourselves. I'd be cu- yeah. I would be <laughs> curious to know if it was if there was more shame within like the straight community than there were in gay communities. 
Um, oh, I mean, we collect them like Pokemon. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I honestly, it's so funny. You know, people see STIs as dirty or slutty, mm-hmm. or that if you've got one, then you've obviously been doing something wrong. Like, no, I'm just living my life. Like, yeah, exactly. It's just, no it's just catching it. a cold or like the flu for your genitals. It just fucking happens. Right. It's yeah. just like not flossing one day. I think it should, yeah. I mean, it's not that, but I think it should just be normalized, like brushing your teeth should be. Mm. It's and so if, not exactly. a big deal. If it was normalized, then if we, God forbid, got something and passed it on, then we'd be able to be like, hey, man, I've just tested positive for this. Like, you should go get yourself checked out. And that should be like, oh, thanks for letting me know. I'll do that. It should just be like the end of the conversation, not, oh, my God, they're going to hate me for giving them something. And what it like the shame and the embarrassment. They're never going to want to sleep with me again Mm. or um you know a, a lot of people react badly like no i would never have got it from like you know you've given it to me i didn't give it to you and it's just it's so complicated that's what happened to me like someone told me that i gave him chlamydia Fucking and i like what? ended up messaging all the people that i slept with before him and they all got tested and they didn't have it so i was like you know what <clears throat> i know who i got it from and it was from you yeah yeah, yeah. i mean and he blamed it on me what a dick absolute dick but there then shouldn't be any lack blame of knowledge, anyway right? really should there that nah. his sex education failed him his friends failed him his family failed him they should have yeah, just been like anyway. hey if you're having unprotected sex make sure you go and get tested that's what it's literally there for yeah mm-hmm. and I, I mean there's uh, i wish i could find you the stats because i have like a whole sheet of stats about hiv and aids oh if i mean we we might have time if you if you want to oh here we go hiv testing in heterosexual people is only so only 16 percent of heterosexual people have previously tested for HIV. What? Versus what? 68% of gay and lesbian people that were in this survey the Terence Higgins Trust conducted. So That's 16% insane. of straight people have had an HIV test. And yet the biggest problem in our country at the moment with HIV is the undiagnosed cases of HIV. Yeah. Because people that know they have it mm-hmm. and that are on medication, they're undetectable, which means they can't pass it on, so they can't spread it even if they have unprotected sex or have a baby. Yeah. Like that baby wouldn't have HIV because yeah. the medication is so good. But if you aren't getting tested, then <sighs> you don't know and you could be passing that on to multiple people and they might not be getting tested either. So Oh my god, straight straight fuckers, you are letting the team down. Right. And hell? obviously you're not in as much of a high risk category if you're straight, but if it continued like that Mm-hmm. and it got it out there could easily be an epidemic yeah and it's uh, there's no excuse it's yeah. so easy to get tested now especially in the uk where most places have um what they call home testing kits where you can literally right. give your own give your own blood you do your mm-hmm. swabs and you post it off and they give you the results free of charge it's not yeah. the same for other countries and it might not be all over in the uk um sorry in the in england but they these these things are coming in you will be able to pay for them and there should be clinic sites go to your yeah. doctor and say i need to get tested if you have any I'll give you a link. I'll drop yeah, you a link, yeah. guys. Freetesting.hiv. That will get you a free hey, HIV test sent to your house. Freetesting.hiv. I, I thought you were going to go for like an affiliate code, like 20% off if you Oh my uh, God. James <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 20% off if you write James is a big slut as your promo. Yeah. <laughs> no, just Beautiful. a joke. But no, yeah, it's free. You should get one, get tested. Know your status. Yeah, Woo. 100%. Fuck number four. The what the fuck? I slept with this one guy once and then a few weeks later he told me that um, 
he liked sleeping with ginger people because they have a certain smell. So that was like, <laughs> what the fuck? So that made me feel really uncomfortable. And I'm pretty sure we don't have a certain smell, I hope. No. Uh, I, yeah, it's like, I what, doubt all that. redheads have a brand of smell? That's, mm. That can't be right, surely. So that was a bit what the fuck. And mm, that is really odd. Yeah, I've certainly, I don't really remember. Well, I guess my revenge is I don't really remember who it was. So <laughs> I just have that. You were so forgettable. Yeah, very forgettable. So that's that. <laughs> yeah, that's not okay to say. No, I know. Well, because people it's fetishizing, are, right? People are not nice. Yeah. You know? This is true. And you're right, yeah, it is fetishizing. Um, mm-hmm. And that is a whole other conversation. That's like a, a an interesting problem, isn't it? Oh, because I fetishize redheads as well, absolutely, and I try really hard not to. But sometimes, <laughs> just can't fucking help with your vi- well, I vagina. Guess a line be- does right. There's a line between fancying someone and then fetishizing. Yeah. Them. I think Only if you're talking to someone, yeah, redhead. yeah, mm-hmm. or reducing them to a quality of them about themselves. Yeah. I think that's when it's like objectifying. Yeah, mm-hmm. like if you absolutely like a friend of mine gets objectified because he's black so people assume he has yeah a big black dick or whatever and that's that's mm-hmm. wrong that is that is reducing someone to yeah 100 nothing so mm-hmm. yeah completely against that and you were objectified i guess because they liked your smell yeah and the fact that i was ginger i feel really uncomfortable yeah. when people tell me they're into gingers like oh great should i be lucky should i feel <laughs> Like, what, what are you telling me that for? That's just like, such years weird of bullying. Cool, thanks. Fuck you. Yeah, like you're telling me that because, yeah, you think that I'm. I don't know. It's it's really weird. Like they think they've got a chance with you because you've got red hair. Oh shit! What did he yeah. expect you to say? Like after he said that to you, I don't really understand what. He, well, I guess some people what? would be like, "Oh wow, you're into me. I'm so lucky." But mm. I was like, "God, you're fucking weird." <laughs> yeah um, i suppose it's that it's all weird. pretty bad being like yeah you know blondes do it better and that's a, like objectifying yeah there's a, there's a lot i think we do it a lot like would you prefer blondes or brunettes like it's mm. well this is the thing as well because on poor in porn like mm-hmm. everything's categorized as well so you you probably have sections on porn like redhead porn yeah like blondes brunettes because people do base a lot on like preference of like attract like their attraction i guess and that's mm-hmm. that comes down to looks when you're just looking at porn yeah but then you know is that is that i mean obviously it's a bad thing in in like in ril but when you're looking at porn when you're looking at something to fetishize specifically for a service to get you off i mean it's not a good thing you can't ever say it's a good thing but like how else do you separate the categories i think it's how different do you rank in porn, <laughs> In porn, it, it's it, it is, but it shouldn't be. Especially if it's like mm. good porn that's being good to yeah. its actors. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think that you know what that is, or at least mm-hmm. you should do. I mean, they should carry a warning, yeah. being like, "This is not real life." FYI. Oh my god, um, yeah. this is true. You don't know. And if the that backstory. was at the beginning of every porn video, this is not real life. You'd be like, in, "Like man down, what the fuck, man? Yeah, I want right, to be suspended right. in my fancy, my belief." <laughs> this person actually has mental health issues, which is why they're blackmailing <laughs> yeah. their partner. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm so not into this anymore. <laughs> Imagine if you were sleeping with someone and you found their porn history and every single person, like every single porno that they watched no. looked like, like look, they look like you. Oh. Like they just look. <laughs> That's tough, isn't it? Yeah. That would be really odd. But then is that a flattery in a way? I don't know. Yeah, that I happened don't to know, me in it? reverse once. I slept with someone and then I saw some porn and was like, oh, that looks like, oh my God, it is. 
that is that is who I did you with. did you watch it to the end did you keep going oh yeah, of course <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I'm supporting their art darling yeah. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> fuck number five the fuck that changed the game I think it's probably watching Queer as Folk that yes oh yeah that kind of opened my eyes to it to everything mm-hmm. and to the freedom of sort of being myself it's interesting i watched it again recently and it's i, I noticed so many more so much more than i did when i watched it at 15 mm, um, yeah for those of us who have no idea what this show is what is it well it was like the first mainstream it was written by the same guy that's written it's a sin which we were just talking mm-hmm. about okay and Whoa. it hit channel four in like the 90s oh, and God, it was loved it. yeah and i watched it mm. at like volume one um, so that my mum wouldn't know that I had it on. I mean, the first episode opens with a guy being rimmed and it oh, really wow. doesn't shy away from gay yeah. sex. And mm-hmm. it's just, yeah, it's it's a really powerful thing to watch. Um, yeah. So I think that kind of, that made me feel less alone. Yeah. How, were you, um, I imagine that. if you don't mind me asking, had you come out by then? Um. I don't think I, well, I don't really remember. I don't think so. Mm-hmm. I don't think I had. Certainly not to my family. Maybe I had the odd friend that I was fooling around with, but I definitely hadn't come out or even accepted it to myself at that point. Yeah. Mm. Those those sort of shows are really important for people as well because mm-hmm. I think it just, it really opens your eyes and it makes you feel, yeah, it makes you feel less alone. It makes you feel like normal for feeling like the ways that you do and I mean, I guess like the other side, they had the the L word as well, and that was mm. a really yeah. like game changing program. Yeah. as well, like just seeing the like seeing these relationships like being totally normalized, it and it's just brilliant. Yeah, sugar I, like, rush for binge, me. Binge watch the L word. Yeah, um, I never did the uh, sugar rush was the one that got me, but like it's oh, yeah, the one set in Brighton. Yeah, um, it's it's hard because like TV um, and everything we see is just so heteronormative and so cis and yeah. so white and you just can't escape from that. So when you don't fit that mould, you end up just feeling so isolated and mm. and it can be a cause for like, you know, negative comments and bullying if you just don't fit in that norm. Mm. Um, but yeah. fuck, like look at what we've got now like available to us. Like, imagine growing up with the stuff that we have available, even just like having YouTube there. Wow, and seeing yeah. all of this is it, right I mean, like uh, nikki tutorials and, and stuff you know like yeah. the kind of conversations yeah. that are happening at the minute on the internet they would mm-hmm. never they were never they weren't there and we were so alone and it's so important that represent mm-hmm. i mean i sound like a soundbite but representation is so important you need to see yourself on screen mm-hmm. you, yeah 100 and you know a lot of people are afraid that that might turn people gay or whatever oh, but, God, yeah. I mean, it, there's no such thing as turning no there really gay. isn't and actually we just recorded this interview <laughs> on our podcast with a orthodox jewish rabbi who is trans <gasps> Amazing. and they oh, wow. knew they were trans from the age of about three because they were like i'm not a boy i'm a girl and in that world they don't have the internet they don't have television mm-hmm. they don't have resources they've got no idea what trans is and yet, yeah. and yet, at that early age, she knew, like, I want to be a wife and cook for my husband. Because that was yeah. the only reference yeah. she had for it. And obviously, that's very gendered and a bit mm. patriarchal. Mm-hmm. But I just think that says everything you need to know about that 
that lie that yeah. people tell themselves where something could turn someone gay. Yeah. Well, if anything can turn people in a certain way, is seeing like loads of things in the media that don't represent themselves. So like then they start thinking, oh, I can't be this way because no one else is this way because I can't like, like you can't see it. Mm. So like, it, it, I guess it opens your eyes to like more possibilities. Yeah, I don't know. It's su- it's such a dangerous viewpoint to have, but it's just it all boils down to like lack of ac- education. You know, like being mm-hmm. in se- sex education back at school and not being taught other ways oh, that like yeah. you know the same sex can have sex. Yeah, and and just something as simple as that, and just thinking when a man ejaculates into a woman, she gets pregnant. You know, it, it, yeah, that's, that's damaging. It makes us it makes us feel weird when it's not that way. There was there was an absolutely no education when it came to schools and all that i grew up in brighton and like it was great growing from brighton because obviously like every, like everyone's really open there everyone like knows that gay people are like in in school around everywhere and like it's co- like completely normal but at the same time you go to school and in sex education we only only learn about straight sex yeah it's the fucking like, how is that a right? thing it's the government yeah they've just like fucked it all really and for me it was always just about out. making babies it wasn't about yeah sex. <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, it was yeah. About like making it, a child Mm-hmm. so and I, mean, it, I didn't really care about that it wasn't and it's really all, like when they when they like when they split your your genders up as well it's like the men go or like the boys rather the boys go in this room and they learn about like willy stuff and then the girls go in this room and they learn about periods and it's periods. like no that's really fucked up you really need to learn everything all of you need to learn everything mm. but i guess they, mm-hmm. there isn't that much time schools are sort of um oh there's time it's not going to gotta take a long time to explain a willy, is it? <laughs> yeah, but instead we have religious studies where most of it was Christianity and I got like, what, a couple of days for the other religions? Cool, thanks. Thanks, school. <laughs> nice one. Yeah, yeah there's a big They should just there. swap that out to sex educate, education. Yeah, swap it out. Be uh, <laughs> otherwise people I mean, end up, you know, kids will end up learning this shit on... Well, you know, it'd, be, it'd kind of ruins. be a social education, right? And that would include everything. Just to explain yeah. all the different types of exactly. people, all the different types of religions, and all the different types of love, would be great. Yeah, that would be, be so amazing. Oh, well, anyway, one dream. when I'm prime to... minister, yes, and this podcast <laughs> leaks uh, to the future. <laughs> yeah, I think you'd be you'd be kicked out of uh, the houses of parliament there, yeah. mate. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> that's that that's mad though. That talking about sex can get you like kicked out of. I think that's definitely changing. Spaces. Oh. Do you think? Yeah, I think so because I mean we're not going to stand for that, are we? When we're fifty, no. like we're not going to vote for some, we're not going to not vote for someone because some story of them having sex comes out. Why would we care? Yeah. We'd, we'd probably we're more likely to vote for them. Yes, yeah, I'm be like yes, because they're like you a real a sex person. Worker? Absolutely, you've got yeah, a hundred percent. Like you've met yeah. everybody, oh you God, know yeah. all the different subsections of society. I definitely, oh my yeah. God, a sex worker prime minister would be amazing. For fuck's sake. So this week's sex question is... Hi guys, I'm a 20-year-old bisexual woman and I felt that I am demisexual since 16. I'm also a virgin, but I've always been interested in sex and intimacy with someone I'm emotionally attracted to slash attached to. 
How do I date in person and navigate dating apps when being demisexual makes first appearances and profiles poor contributors to attraction? I've only considered intimacy with people who I've been friends with for some time first. Can I date on the asexuality spectrum without being considered prudish because I can't have emotionless or casual sex? I hope this isn't confusing and I appreciate any advice. Yeah, I've just had to look up and remind myself what demisexual is. Same. Mm. Um, so it means you have to have like a deep emotional connection with someone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To have sex with them. Yeah. Like you it, basically you're absolutely not interested in casual sex one night stands like you you kind of need like a foundation base that's uh, like a friendship first yeah there's a strong emotional bond or connection with them first yeah Mm. i think that sounds great what um yeah i I maybe missed the question what was the question is it i guess like how to how to date without seeming like really prudish like how because I guess on dating apps recently, like a lot of it is quite like sex forward. Very much. A lot of it, a lot of people on dating apps are just there for one night stands Mm. and like casual hookups. I mean, I have experienced way more recently um, in like the last year people just wanting casual, Mm -hmm. like and not wanting anything more than ever before. So I feel like it must be quite a tricky minefield actually to to navigate. But I guess. Maybe it would depend on the dating app and like what you put on your profile and just having to like pick and yeah, choose, I, I guess. Yeah, I think it really does depend on the dating app because there are different mm. dating apps that have sort of different audiences. And uh, I yeah. think it depends on what area you're from, but definitely in the UK, you've got, if you're on Hinge, that's sort of like a semi hookup app, but like yeah. that could be either or. And you've got Field, which is basically just all based on sex. And then but you've at got the same like, time, Field has like a community that would understand what yeah. demisexual is. Yeah, they really do. But I don't know whether that would. But then I maybe think people could, would be more like forthright on that. Maybe you could be up, yeah, up front, like on a on a mm. on your dating app. You could be like, I think I'm demisexual, which means, and and don't be afraid to explain it. Um, and so, like, I'm not looking for. Um, sex until like we've established an, a connection or like maybe you could say hey I'm looking for friendship and then if that turns into something more that's great I don't think there's any harm in just being completely and utterly honest with yeah. yourselves because if somebody doesn't take that the right way you don't want them to be in your lives anyway because they might just do the, the opposite to what you want yeah it's tough I think it is a tricky but one I, I like what you said about like at the moment everyone seems to be on hookups like I am exactly the same I just want to hook up I, I don't think I want anything else if it happens it happens but is that just the age of like online dating is that just like where we're at now or is it the fact that everyone's more open about casual sex now yeah just like hey I do want a one night stand <laughs> yeah please I think re- I think you're right. Like I think just being as honest as possible on your dating app profile. Maybe not. You don't have to say you're demisexual. Just say you're looking for uh, an emotional connection, rather than just then I, just sex. I you can like say not looking for casual sex. If I saw that on a, I feel like I see that on every single profile. I'm looking for an emotional mm-hmm. connection, and a lot of people don't necessarily understand that that is that wouldn't stop me from having sex with somebody even if in my mind I'm like this is a one night stand I wouldn't go oh right they're looking for an emotional connection I wouldn't even see that as like don't have sex with me if that's not what you're looking for I'd be like oh well we'll see which is I mean it sounds selfish but I would say like hey I am really only looking for one night stands at the moment 
So I'm a bit old-fashioned, and I quite like the romance of just meeting someone in a club and flirting mm-hmm. with them a bit and then going home with them. So in a way, I wouldn't say I was demisexual, but there's definitely elements of that in there. And yeah. so I would just own it and just be like, it turns me on when I have an emotional connection with someone. Mm-hmm. Like, you can yeah. still talk about sex on an app, can't you? You might not want to, yeah. but you can. If you're demisexual, I would hope, and you feel safe to do so, I'm sure that you can say, well, actually, it really turns me on when I know someone. And I have an emotional connection with them. And yeah, that's that's yeah. my kink. Like, own it and just be balls out with it because... Um, or tits out, whatever you want. But, like, <laughs> just be that and don't be ashamed of that. I think that's a great thing. Yeah. So I would just be proud of who you are and tell everyone. And if, yeah, they don't, yeah. if they're not into that, then 100%. that's really not the person for you anyway. So mm, It makes me think of, exactly. like, um, you know, dating apps like D- uh, eHarmony, where they really base everything on your personality rather than you know looks where it's not like a swipe because you looked at their first picture you actually take the Mm. time to fill out an application form I mean there are there are literally like um I don't know what they're called like match services where you take the time to actually fill in questionnaires and meet with somebody and they go oh my god we've actually got someone that would really fit your personality but then you do have to remember that you can't base everything on aesthetics and you have to stick with somebody for a couple of dates to to really see if you guys do click yeah we had someone on the podcast that did like uh, actual like in-person dating service yeah she did she um also from taylor dating yeah taylor Taylor matched a taylor match Yeah. yeah 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 And she, everyone like writes, fills in like everything about them. And then she kind of like in person, like matches because she has like in-person interviews with people. So she's like, okay, these two based on their like questionnaires and how they are in person, like would be a great match. And yeah, something to look at. Fingers crossed when like the world starts opening up again, you know, we can, we can do little things like that and we can go on like speed dating and actually chat to people in real life rather than all fucking online. Yeah. You know what, as well, like COVID might even not be the worst time for this because you can fully like have the virtual get to know someone before ever meeting them, like part mm. of the relationship. Just be wary if you do have sex and they might turn into a total dick. Yeah, it's, it's always a possibility. Just, you always have to be aware for like people that are just out there to break your heart. Yeah. Well, unfortunately, it is time for us to fuck off now. Oh. James, it's been such a pleasure. Thank you so much for coming on. It's, it's been, been so, so funny. Woo. Thanks, guys. <laughs> oh, it's been absolutely hilarious. You pumped Go get yourself the energy fucked. back inside of me. Yes. <laughs> Just get fucked. Get fucked, guys. Get fucked. Um, yay. Love you lots. Thanks a lot. Yeah. Stay safe. Um, so where, where can our curious fuckers find you? Tell them everything. So yeah, I'm uh, on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, everything. It's uh, just at I'm James Barr, and then the podcast is called A Gay and a Non Gay, and we're at Gay Non Gay. Amazing! Amazing. Yeah, I'm gonna check it out as well. Beautiful stuff. Well, yeah. If you want to see more, then please follow us on Instagram at Come Curious, as well as Read Amber X and Florence Bark. And if you have your own sex story or question, please email it in at fksgivenpodcast at gmail.com. And also leave us a review, rating, subscribe to this podcast if you haven't already, because um, we would love that. Mm, and sharing's caring. So, Send it to somebody you think will laugh on this podcast. Yeah. You could always, always do a little smile and a chuckle now and again. You'll hear us next week. Yeah, you will. See ya, curious fuckers. Bye. Bye.